0: but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarrierGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. I don't think I've ever come on a broadcast and said, the Lord's speaking to me. But I feel strongly that he is. Excuse me, let me uh, straighten that out there. There we go. Um... This is a time when everything seems to be going wrong. And I was looking at some banking information that I'm going to come out with tomorrow. Because people that leave their money in the bank after coming here, you absolutely need your head examined. And I mean that in a loving, helpful way. But my gosh, ladies and gentlemen, with all that we know about the banks, yeah. in fact, let me just very quickly. Noble gold got me to diversify. And I know when the poop totally hits the fan, I'm going to take some hits. We all will, but I won't be destroyed. People who leave their money in the bank and made no adjustments, you are going to be destroyed. And I'm sorry to say that, but it's true. And uh, if if I had the power of Jesus right now, I'd walk through the uh, money changers and the banks and turn their tables upside down and chase them out of the banks, which is what Jesus did. But I don't have that power. But we have another kind of power that we're going to talk about. The worm is ready to turn. And I'm going to tell you about a problem that we have. And then how I feel that the Lord spoke to my heart, spoke to my soul. And I received a message, I think, a couple of days ago. And it's hard to know what your imagination and what you're really being told. On this one, I have no doubt. I have no doubt. Anyway, Noble Gold can rescue your money. They can. They can save your nest egg. They can get you to diversify. Your hits will be minimal. And I've been a customer of Noble Gold for five years. I speak from vast experience in dealing with them. They're the most reputable group I've ever worked with. And they can help you. I can send you a free information packet to protect you from these uh, people who want to steal everything you own, all you have to do is go to DaveHodgesGold.com. That's DaveHodgesGold.com. Or call 877-646-5347. Now is the time, folks. 877-646-5347. All right. We I want to get right down to it. The other night, I spoke about quantum entanglement quantum physics and i talked about interesting things beyond our three-dimensional universe well we have another quantum physics lesson coming this whole business of quantum entanglement outside of what the cia controlled after the death of tesla some people say they think they killed him Um, But he was all into this, and um, this is pretty cool. A marine biologist at the time, I think it was late 80s, early 90s, her name was Joanne Burkholder, and she had a type of a killfish, not a piranha, but something very similar. Very dangerous, stick your hand in the aquarium. And they were studying their aggressive behavior. And what they noticed is when they left the outside laboratory door open and the fish could see its face and the reflection, it smashed its face right into the aquarium. And they did it over and over. And Dr. Burkholder said, this is maybe something we want to study now they didn't have a grant for this so they'd have to temporarily go off script and you know if you want that government money that sponsor money corporate money you got to do your research but she said we could do this pretty short order so what they did is they brought in a compu- computers and they made them come on on a variable interval basis so the fish could not become conditioned when to expect the light so you could rule out uh, a programming effect and what they found was yeah this fish was really aggressive what they wanted to know would be would the fish's aggression love for aggression outweigh its instinct for self-protectiveness would they actually do harm to themselves how far would they go this is what they wanted to know and i think this is really good research important research but it never got off the ground because even on the first day they'd have the light come on 30 seconds in three minutes in 440, 40 6 20 10 minutes and they had this variable interval but by the end of the first day the computer programming was coming on much more than it was programmed and they said, well, this just isn't right. How does this happen? So starting the second day, they brought in new set of computers. Same thing happened. Must be a problem in the software. Change that out. Third day, no such luck. And this light just kept coming on more and more and more. <laughs> so Joan Burkholder had a friend in the Princeton Engineering Department. Now, this is a really important story because it tells you how all this got started outside the CIA control of Tesla technology. This kind of brought things into the mainstream, and especially with human consciousness. So here's what we got. Joanne Burkholder tells this engineer, Yeah, I was doing this experiment. It had so much promise. We wanted to know about this aggression and how far it would go and would it override protective instincts? And she said it's almost like that fish changed the programming. Now, my dad was a mechanical and electr- electrical engineer by training. And, you know, he had the pocket protector and all that good stuff. And, you know, I'm sorry to say this, but engineers aren't known for their best sense of humor. I remember when my older sister, we sat down and we're having pumpkin pie. And my mom went to spray the whipped cream on and got my dad the glasses. We laughed hysterically and we got sent to our rooms with no pie. No sense of humor, dad. Anyway, I had a great father. That wasn't his best moment. And this engineer probably had a very similar sense of humor. And so he took what Dr. Burkholder said and said, I wonder if it's true. Now, what's interesting is all these experiments that will be done in what was called the Princeton Engineering Anomalies Research, or Pair for short, it was done by engineers. You'd think psychologists, right? No, engineers. At Duke and Stanford, it was psychologists. But here at Princeton, it was engineers, and they devised some really clever experiments and they did the uh, first what they called random generator experiment, and they would have people sit down to slot machines and be programmed to win like five times out of a hundred poles on the one arm bandit and This is the old days now you just push the button so everyone with a disability can play. But then he had to pull the band, the bandit, the one arm bandit. And some people would win way above the laws of chance. Five number 5% wins on a variable basis. <laughs> they found about 1.8 or roughly 2% of the population could do this. And they said, we're not sure how it's happening, but there's got to be a manipulation in the physical chances of winning there's something mechanical going on that we're not catching and so they devised all of these experiments i got wind of this pretty early and so i said can i look at some of the stuff you're doing they sent me a program oh I don't ever do this the program was two celestial bodies and you were supposed to stare at one to make it superimpose over the other perfectly and you got a score as to the degree of coverage of the full object and both objects were the same size well, I did that one time, and it crashed my computer. <laughs> Never again. Okay, then they developed the Princeton Engineering Alameda's experiment for predictive bad events, predictive stress. And they set up a series of listening posts where volunteers would go in every day, and they would offer their autonomic nervous system, respiration, heart rate, so forth. And, you know, they had a baseline for all the people our average blood pressure is 84 over 138. Okay. So let's say that was the average and they would chart by hour by day. Well, these people had tremendous reaction to two major events. First one was nine 11. That was number one on the all time list. Number two was the tsunami in Malaysia in 2004. And people just, their autonomic nervous system went off the chart. And they did for other world events. This is pretty interesting stuff. Can we sense danger? Yes. The evidence is really clear. How does it happen? Not so clear. Because we're measuring probably a fifth dimension phenomena with three-dimensional tools. Well, then they did the experiment of looking at people from behind. So looking from behind, right? Now, they'd ask people, were you stared at? And they would have like 10 people in the back. They'd say, stare at one person. And they have numbers on the back. And then they'd say, okay, we told everyone to stare at number seven. Number one, were you stared at? No. Margin of error, really low. And they went through them all, got the number seven. Were you the one being stared at? And over 60% of the time, they were right. It's pretty amazing. And I told you the other night about the Petri dishes, separate cells, excite one here. You could put it on the other side of the universe, and you'd get the reaction to the same set of cells. And that's the basis for quantum entanglement. It looks like this works in consciousness, too. Now, is there a component here that can change things? Hold on to that thought. Let me tell you what's happening at the border. And then we're going to put this to the test tonight. Two hours ago, the Daily Caller published something. And they said, uh, and Fox News reported on this too. I would never know what someone told me. Um, I've been Fox absent since Tucker's demise, courtesy of BlackRock. So anyway, um, the story is this, that Hamas... Hezbollah and other terrorist groups are being encountered at the border. 172 contacts. Gee, I don't think they're here to attend the baseball playoffs. Do you? Or celebrate the beginning of the NBA season. I don't think they're doing that. Don't think they're going to the opening of a new play on Broadway. They're here for very, very bad reasons. Border patrol people. One guy told me, he says, uh, Yeah, Dave, I've been having dreams about this, nightmares. And I thought this would be the day, the 23rd of October. Well, it ended up being the day. 172 hits on the terrorist hit watch list. Most of them, Hamas and Hezbollah. And this is our big plot. This could be bring a dirty bomb in, take down the grid. This could be a number of things. Now, by the way, this came out of the San Diego field office two hours ago. All right. Art Bell did an experiment one night. And I had to laugh. I was driving from Phoenix area to Denver to visit relatives. And I'm driving through the night sky in New Mexico. Absolutely beautiful. Too bad they got such crappy politics and a horribly corrupt governor uh, who likes to take away people's Second Amendment rights. But I'm listening to Art talk about this terrible drought that's killing tens of thousands, millions of cows. And he said, we need to bring rain to Texas. You know, I couldn't participate in the experiment because I'm driving. I couldn't close my eyes for one minute. And focus because who knows where I would end it up. But I listened. And Art commanded his audience to calm and see rain in Texas. And there had been no prediction for rain at all. Well, this freaked him out. I actually talked to him about it. He said, Art, how come you'll never do this again? And he got really upset. He goes, it could have really hurt people. We don't understand this power. So he had the people concentrate on the rain. And the next day, they had record rainfall for two and a half days. Floods occurred. Art Bell had egg on his face. He felt terrible. Um, <laughs> okay. This was the first demonstration of public consciousness I've ever seen. And this is invoking what's behind the new technology. This is a form of quantum entanglement. The mind acting on the physical environment. Did those killfish actually influence the computer-generated program to have the light come on? And viruses it is the best there is in the business and you can read all the research on this simply by going to waterwithdave.com that's waterwithdave.com save 80 dollars for a short time more than it was programmed to be so they could fulfill their desire to be aggressive well maybe so Now, when you're doing research, you always have to be open to other possibilities. and You have to do the same research over and over to get the same result. But I want to recommend something to you. I think we should do our own collective conscious experiment. Now, some people call it the power of prayer. So let me go the Christian route for a second. I've given you the secular. This is mass consciousness. The Lord Need Not Be Involved. That's the title maybe for that. This is a little different. Well, there's been 17 decent prayer studies done, but they've got to do more to close the loop on the finality of the research. We can say pretty much way beyond the laws of chance, prayer works in healing. And we got good research on this. I'm going to tell you about a study. The trend curve is clear but I can't say we've reached the level of significance where we can rule out almost all chance. But if when I step back and look at it from an aerial view, yeah, there's something to this. So here is the experiment that was set up. Ask yourself, do you think Biden or Obama, would they ever fund these kind of experiments with the universe? No, no, not with who they serve. None of this prayer stuff for our administration. So anyway, this was privately done. And they had a group of people read over the first names and last initial. Didn't tell them what city they were in. Only told them that they had a terminal heart disease. And they were projected to live an average for the group six months. Now, one group in a hospital in one part of the country never got prayed for. That's your control group. Okay? Same prognosis. Another hospital was the site of the prayers. And these people would gather, and they were uh, told basically how to pray. Pray for the greater good and so forth. And God, let your will be done. We pray if it's your will that you will heal these people. And so what they found was in the group that was prayed for, the experimental group, they had double the survival rate as the group not prayed for. Whoa. Now, some people argue from a secular point of view, the research is pretty good and we're pretty close to getting a level of significance, but how do you know it's just not mass consciousness? Okay, I'll humor the non-Christian secular crowd, and you can look at it that way, but I think at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. To those people that follow Christ, you know, you have to invoke the name of Jesus, you know. And this is after you've asked for forgiveness. You got to clear the slate before you can be rewarded, and then you say your prayer. Now I'm wondering if we could agree on what to pray on, uh, pray about. Anybody? Anybody have a suggestion? If you don't have a good one, that's okay. We have no shortage. I would ask the Lord in some way to do a meltdown, whether it's in operations or physical, but do a meltdown of weapon systems in the Middle East so they can't be brought to bear against each other with very serious weapons, such as tactical nukes, ICBM nukes. You pray that basically these nations have to have a stand-down for reasons we'll never hear about. But we pray that we not let this war go wider. Okay, so what I want to do here is it is 9.20 into our show. We'll start this at 9.30. And you can simply just observe. That's okay. No one's making anyone participate or do anything that's against your belief system. But uh, let's go ahead and just focus. See the weapons melting. See the inability to carry on large-scale war ended. See the money headed for Ukraine And the Middle East dumped in the ocean. And we'll do this for 30 seconds. Maybe just enough to get it started. What I have found in these experiments, that the more they're repeated, the more powerful they become. Now, individual prayer, the research, this guy, uh, I forget his name now, I interviewed him in 2009, and he was from a group called Spindrift. Love these guys. They did research on what kind of prayers are most effective. And always praying that the Lord's will be done, and in the interest of all, Um, that's why I structured my request the way I did, but what they found at Spindrift was that the more collective conscious prayer there was, the more change there was in the desire of what was hoped for. This power is real. Now I know some of you are going to say, Dave, go back to reporting just the news. Okay. But I'm trying to give you a weapon from which to use. I'll give you one other example about how powerful this is. This got my attention, and this goes way back to my college days. I was in; um, we all had to be in this uh, theories of basketball class as a basketball player, and um, we'd have classroom time, and then we would work on skills. And this was outside and apart from our uh, our class, and they brought in these experiments to do. And and we were a pretty pioneer in in this field. So what they wanted to do was test what they called guided imagery. It's the same thing. So what they did was they took people, took a baseline of how many free throws they could make. I think out of 10, if I remember right. And then they said, okay, we're going to do 30 days of training. They divided us into two groups. This is an ingenious experiment. One group would do nothing but lay down, calm, and focus on shooting 10 free throws with the proper technique as coached by someone in a relaxed state. Some people called it a state of hypnosis. Professionally, they were calling it guided imagery. So it was just mental rehearsal. The other group was told, don't shoot free throws for 30 days. Okay, what they found was the guided imagery people had pretty good improvement. The other people, as you would expect, stayed the same. So they introduced a third group to this, physical practice. Now, this went on now for four months. This was a four-month experiment. Then they brought in physical practice, guided imagery, and no practice at all. Well, the physical practice had a slight edge over the guided imagery, And obviously, the people who didn't practice stayed pretty much the same. And then in the last phase of the experiment, they combined two of the groups to have another group in there. And it was guided imagery plus physical practice versus the other groups. And by far and away, this blew everyone else out of the water for improvement. Pretty cool experiment. Now, what this means is, The mind can't tell the difference, or the brain can't tell the difference between reality and imagination. And I'm finding in quantum physics, the universe works pretty much the same way. We have all the research we need on guided imagery. I mean, it affects health. I mean, in in some advanced techniques with kids that have uh, certain kinds of cancers... They actually use a waterfall approach in the guided imagery. Imagine the waterfalls washing all the cancer cells away. And they educate the kids, white blood cell, red blood cell, this is what you want to do, and this is how you're going to be programmed to do it. And kids that have done that have increased their survival rate tremendously, cases of remission when it wasn't called for. Again, the brain does not know the difference between reality and imagination. And the universe works the same way. And I'm going to go back to what I said to you the other night when we talked about quantum entanglement. Jesus walked on water, but he was in a mortal body. He turned stone into bread, water into wine. We're back to the North Carolina State Marine Biology experiment with the killfish. This power is real. We don't understand it real well, and it's not researched well outside places like Stanford Research Institute, CIA, and the CIA wants the monopoly on this. And one of the reasons I believe that they don't want Tesla's work out there, and it's been withheld for 75 years now since his death, the reason they don't want it out there is because, see, this science embodies what we learn in the Bible about the power of Jesus. And he said, this I do and you can do more. And we can affect physical changes, but I know that the collective part of it is much more effective than the individual part of it, especially when you're looking for a societal change. And I just, I just really honestly feel strongly that this is something that we need to be doing. We absolutely need to be doing this. And I would call on you to pick a time. Maybe nine PM, let's say ten PM Eastern. And all it takes is thirty seconds. A minute would be a long time. Anyway, I wanted to throw that at you, but I want to get back into the um, the border situation too. I want to have you take something concrete away. I talked to my uh, both of my border patrol forces. I asked them about this, and they said, yeah, the this they're hearing like rumors, like we hear rumors." They're being kept in the dark. And I said, what's your feeling on this? And one guy said, Dave, it's what I told you eight years ago. It's only a matter of time until they explode a dirty bomb. It's only a matter of time until they bring across a pathogen that's highly virulent, like Ebola. Only a matter of time. And we're inviting it. And I said, what do you think it'll do? And he says, well, look, at the Chinese are already sending over fentanyl, right? leading cause of death, or under the age of 45. Would they bring something else? I said, yeah, in a heartbeat. This is why we need to start using these powers. You need to visualize the success. Now, we can bury our head in this bad news and say, woe is us, nothing we can do, or we can do what needs to be done, which is invoke a supernatural power. By supernatural, I'm talking about the man up there. i not talking Ouija boards or anything like that. Um, I'm looking here at some of the comments that are coming in. God revealed the mysteries to me, and I'm no one special. Yeah, that's true. I feel the same way. Um, yeah, that's absolutely true. Um, just one second here as I make an adjustment. Okay, there we go. So I made someone a moderator because we've had a couple of obnoxious people. I'm just looking at some of your comments here. Yeah, Howard is saying Arizona's wide open, uh, refocused on Lukeville. Yeah, we had the National Guard at one time. I was probably about, I think, 15 years ago. They weren't allowed to have bullets in their guns. They got overrun by cartel and had to run for their life. This is our National Guard, Janet Napolitano, big sis. Remember her? Um, okay. You guys are saying a lot of the things that a lot of people are saying. Um Heard an interesting explanation about the rapture. Came from a well respected uh, pastor. And he said, Jesus will be coming down with his army, Archangel Michael and friends, while the living in Christ will be ascending. Maybe that is the rapture, but it's not referred to it that way. It's not referred to that way. So, anyway. I think um, this is so, someplace I wanted to take you tonight. I know it's off the beaten path. Tomorrow, I promise, we'll be back on regular deal. But this is something you could do on a regular basis. By the way, too, one of the things that Spindrift Research found was that the more your prayer is consistent, the more. Ladies and gentlemen, right now, go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges. More likely it is to be acted upon. Yeah, people are now coming in. Howard's talking about the Darien Gap. Yeah, Michael Yawn is the best source for this. He does unbelievable work. says, you remind me of a college professor. I taught at three of them, (laughs) three institutions, and I was a basketball coach at one of them. Um, But I think we need to use all the arrows in our quiver. Do you not agree? And we still need to spread the word and so forth. But as we become collectively aware, let me give you another one that I'm going to do. Biden has asked for 106 billion dollars, with 60 billion of it going to Ukraine. Okay, he's profiting on the uh, um, the Gaza situation to get what he wants when he's been blocked. But I'm going to say this very clearly: we need to block that mentally. We need to pray that um, angels of peace come and there is peace, not exacerbate war and killing and that's all biden knows is war and killing he wouldn't know a peace negotiation if it hit him in the face um and i think we should apply this to that and folks the draft is coming and i would ask you to visualize against the draft you may not have children or grandchildren that will be affected but you have friends that do we need to visualize against the draft where no one is going and the draft falls apart. And so I'm just saying to you, we we need to be in total civil disobedience about the draft. Absolutely. They need to know too. They need to know what what we're going to do. All right. That's pretty much all I have for you tonight. Um, Mary, the age on the draft has not been determined Um, selective service makes you register when you're 18. But hell, Zelensky's going after people in their 50s. They're so hard up for bodies to throw into the meat grinder. Um, World War II, I think it was 18 to 40. Vietnam was like 18 to 30 or thereabouts. Um, It's also going to be women as well as men. Uh, Chip Roy went uh, crazy on that part. Okay, so what I would say to you is, um, yeah, I'm looking to see who is a coward and would die in the first 20 minutes. Anyway, those of you who are coming in late and those of you who are are going to hear this in a rerun fashion, I would ask that you listen in the beginning and go through it because these powers are absolutely real. I have seen so much of this in my life. And I've seen the data. I mean, we did dream generator experiments in the psychology department. I was a student in when I was an undergrad, just incredible things. Could we stare at pictures of something and get people to have dream content in a different part of the university? And we'd all stare at the same picture. And we had to do this as part of our course requirement for whatever site class we were in. We were participant observers. And sometimes we're actually participants. And then they would wake the person up in REM sleep when you're most likely to remember a dream. What did you dream about? And these people were getting scores above the statistical expected average. So I could give you just tons and tons and tons of examples on this. But we're not using. And the thing is, too, if you wonder why the globalists are so anti-Jesus, Anti-Christian, and one day, well, if they get enough control, they'll persecute all of us. It's because they know how powerful this is. They know they can't match this. They have met their match. Well, I think we need to make them meet their spiritual match right now. And they fear me telling you this than anything else I share with you on a factual basis. I could come in and tomorrow we'll talk about 3,000 branches, bank branches that have been closed this year. Um, they don't mind that as much as me telling you about this power. So anyway, I thank you for coming. Um, I'm sorry if you found this to be a waste of time and going off the beaten path, but uh, we'll be back on that beaten path tomorrow, but make this part of your regular day. Visualization guided imagery for change. We'll see you back here next time. God bless everybody.